It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a senior portfolio manager at Canaccord Genuity and joins us now. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I am good. Thank you. Let's talk about those markets. How are they doing this morning? Let's talk about them. Well, they're kind of, we're flipping back and forth this morning, but are slightly in the red right now. And this comes off of uh, February being a negative month for most indices. Although, again, most indices, the S&P, NASDAQ, TSX, all remain positive still year to date. And kind of that pause in market optimism that we saw in January really is coming from concerns that central banks are going to keep, um, uh, you know, whether it's tightening or keep rates higher for long longer uh, than originally thought because inflation is really proving to be a bit stickier. Um, you know, we are seeing some decent economic data, but we're also seeing a lot of the economic data slowing out there as well, whether it's in the ca- in Canada or the U.S. Okay. And we know that Canadian GDP still like showing some concerns, right? Uh, well, it shows that the economy contracted 0.1% in December. And, you know, while the economy is clearly gearing down, early indicators of growth at the start of 2023 suggested a slowdown really is going to be delayed. Uh, you know, when people were talking about recession happening in, you know, the first or second quarter of this year, uh, that we're just not there. Rem- remember the definition of a recession um, technically is two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. And again, we're not seeing that, uh, that type of slowdown at this point. Okay. Well, what about the real estate market though? Yeah, the real estate market, you know, again, um, I, I believe it's going to get worse before it gets better. Uh, I think people are getting a little bit excited that the Bank of Canada has paused on interest rates at this point. Uh, so many Canadians are anticipating to see real estate values rebound in coming months. And I just think that's just too early. Um, you know, there was a survey uh, that also found that, you know, recession fears here are lessening in Canada. Uh, only 50% now are expecting the economy to be weaker in the next six months. So again, I think Canadians are getting a little bit uh, more bullish on the Canadian economy. But I really do believe because of the amount of debt levels that Canadians have, uh, that we have to just see, you know, with the Bank of Canada, how long are are they going to keep rates as high as they are at this point? I mean, we're seeing listings moving higher. Uh, There's the amount of listings out there. We're seeing the amount of sales decreasing. We've seen home prices down at least 15% or more, depending on which area of the market that you're in and what you geographical location. So again, the real estate market usually doesn't just come down and bounce back. The stock market cycle is much quicker, uh, where the real estate market can take, uh, you know, years to bottom and years to move higher again. So I just don't uh, believe that we're there yet. Again, everything moves in cycles and everyone will, I'm sure, be okay. But again, you always want to make sure uh, that you're really reviewing the amount of debt that you're carrying at this time and looking at trying to pay that off if possible. Right. What about earnings? What are we hearing from companies on that? Yeah, you know, earnings have been fairly positive, although there have been some surprises, of course. We saw Target topped estimates uh, for the first time in a year, uh, although they did say it's been a very challenging environment. And again, Canadian banks. Uh, Canadians love their banks. I mean, they love to own them. They, they really do. They're always going to do positive, you know. And, and the thing is, um, you know, it is a bit mixed. CIBC kicked off Canadian bank earnings last Friday. They beat expectations. Uh, BMO, RBC, and National also 
beat earnings uh, expectations, but Scotiabank wasn't as lucky and missed. And so again, uh, going forward, just looking at the housing market, uh, debt in Canadians, you know, are the banks going to take it on the chin going forward? Again, that all depends on how long interest rates uh, remain high for. Okay. So in the midst of all this, then I know people will still have to move forward. They still have to plan for things uh, like retirement. I know this is particularly tough for business owners, wouldn't you say? Yeah. You know, with business owners, they're all unique and they have different needs compared to, say, salaried workers or those who are going to receive a pension in retirement. Um, You know, with those types of clients, you know, we take a look at their pension options and, you know, help them decide which option and decide, uh, you know, how their income is going to flow to their bank account. With business owners, and we work with so many of them through that transition, uh, that there's really some common questions that continue to come up that I wanted to address uh, here on air. And because the retirement path for business owners really needs a lot more planning um, for tax, for cash flow, uh, there's also the uncertainty of, you know, what is the value of your company? And and also it's a lot more emotional, right, Simi? I mean, they've spent their life creating this baby, this child they've gotten, and now they have to, you know, sell it to somebody else. Exactly. Um, and, and start all over in, in their minds. And, you know, again, we've taken so many people through this transition. It, it is, um, uh, can be emotionally difficult sometimes, but again, on the other side is very exciting. And many business owners go on to do something else as well, depending on their age. So, so yeah, so some of those uh, common questions are, you know, what is my company worth? Many business owners, um, you know, are looking at the value of their company and trying to figure it out for their retirement plan. And, you know, sometimes if you're selling to family, usually an account can do kind of an informal evaluation. But again, depending on how large your company is, uh, you're, you're likely going to want a, um, a professional to review everything and put together sort of an official report uh, to make sure that when you put it on the market, so to speak, that you're getting, uh, you're getting value out of that company and making sure you're getting uh, what it's worth. The emotional part of that, I think, is so big, isn't it? That's the emotional transition. It's really hard to let that go for people. Yeah, it it really is. You know, I mean, like I've said, you know, they pour their heart and soul into building their company from the ground up. Um, You know, many business owners associate a large part of their identity with their business. You know, it's not just what they do, it's who they've become. And uh, and a lot of them, you know, maybe um, have uh, put kind of their hobbies to the wayside and, you know, because they've spent so much time uh, in creating and building uh, this business and they, you know, work many, many hours doing that. So the thought of not having that business to take care of uh, can be frightening for some. And uh, and again, it's just about having that plan, talking to other professionals, having a team around you again, right? You want a financial team, a portfolio manager that's going to manage the money after you sell the business. You need a financial planner that's going to create that retirement plan uh, and provide kind of a cash flow analysis. Where is the money going to come from? Uh, an accountant who's going to review the tax situation. And uh, of course, a lawyer to help you through that transition because there's a lot of costs that go into selling your business as well, right? And you want to minimize those costs if possible, uh, such as tax. And so again, talking to professionals as you kind of lead up to the idea of selling your business is just so important uh, to have that plan in place. How hard is it to, as a financial planner, when people come to you in this situation, uh, to get them to put um, a more realistic value on their business, right? Because people, as you said, that's their baby. They've spent perhaps decades getting this together. Do they sometimes not accurately value their company? 
I, I think for many, it's hard to uh, independently value their own company. And sometimes you don't uh, know what it's worth until you just, uh, you know, put a price tag on it and put it out there. And, you know, it's uh, again, um, you know, you're going to see what kind of offers come in. And as a business owner, you have the right to decline an offer too, right? You don't have to take the first one. Uh, you may know uh, who the buyer is going to be. You may have an idea. There could be some expressions of interest uh, from other, uh, say, employees or senior employees within the company, like I said, or family or or others, um, you know, but I, uh, you know, take a look at all different situations and they're all unique. And so that's why it's important to, to be talking to professionals, to be helping you through this transition, whether your business is, uh, you know, on the smaller side or a very large business. And we work with so many people going through this. And again, it's not just, you know, uh, deciding to retire type of um, idea. Uh, again, that plan has to be in place uh, so that you minimize taxes, you have a smooth transition, your baby mm -hmm. is taken care of on the other side. Um, <laughs> a lot of business owners are almost forced to stay on uh, to help the company transition, but really, uh, you know, maybe for a year or two and sometimes not even that long. So again, they want to make sure that, again, their hard work into that company, uh, you know, remains strong for many years to come, even after they're, you know, having fun in retirement. Okay. And what are you looking ahead to in the next week, Lori? Any economic indicators that you're watching for? Well, there's lots of economic data coming out and continues to come out, but really what, uh, and it's really been, uh, you know, kind of uh, mixed across the board, uh, whether we're looking at, you know, manufacturing or whether we're looking at earnings, you know, all sorts of things are coming out. But really what we're we're waiting for again is the Fed and in the U.S. That's what the market is focused on. Um, and we're not going to be, we hear from them here and there, but, uh, you know, we're going to be hearing from them in terms of their interest rate decision later on in March here. And that's what the market will be focused on. So until we kind of get more of an idea how aggressive they're going to be still going forward in the U.S., remember the Bank of Canada has paused, but really it's about what happens going forward. We're expecting kind of two to three more rate hikes in the U.S., but the light is at the end of the tunnel that these rate hikes uh, are going to stop at some point here in the next two to three months. And that's, as an investor, what you need to be ready for. All right, Lori, thank you. Thanks so much, Simi. Lori Pinkowski. Now you can check out Lori directly, contact her team directly, 604-695-LORI. You can visit their website at pinkowski.ca. And Lori is a senior portfolio manager at Canaccord Genuity. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. <laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.